Now we're joined by the experts at Vetify, a new data analytics and thought leadership company that is transforming financial services from an industry to a community, one relationship at a time. The cyclicality is kind of being upended by those nearshoring and rearshoring trends that we're seeing in America. We've got the enabling technologies and the most promising applications of those technologies. Zeno, welcome to the podcast and thank you for joining me. Great to be here today. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. And and look, so listeners have become uh, very familiar with a growing stable of experts over at Vetify. I've had numerous of your colleagues on the podcast uh, covering everything from the energy sector to crypto, all flavors of uh, thematic ETFs and probably everything in between. I, I feel like Vetify... Uh, has an expert in every category now. <laughs> but this is, of course, your ETF Prime debut. And so I'd love to have you start by just uh, introducing yourself and offering some quick background on your path to uh, Vetify. Yeah, sure. And, and we certainly do have coverage in, in many areas. So I'm, I'm Zeno Mercer, a senior research analyst here at Vetify. Uh, and, you know, as you mentioned, uh, I've been working with Robo for over five years now going back to the launch of the, the Think Index, actually, back in 2018. Um, and, you know, we joined forces earlier this year with, with Vetify. And, and long story short, I've always been somewhat interested in technology, working you know, both in the financial sector, fund the funds, and also integrated into a couple tech companies and startups where we were actually implementing AI back, you know, going back to 2015, uh, more, more primitive forms of artificial intelligence, if you will. Um, and so... So I guess the, the long story short here is that um, we, we've got, you know, an incredible team. Um, we, we cover, as you mentioned, robotics. We launched uh, the Think Index in 2018 and, and HTech as well. And, yeah, we, we've, we've just um, – they're, they're totally separate fields. Uh, a lot of people like to bunch them up together. But, uh, yeah, just, just truly fascinating to see how fast the, the, the demand curve and interest has has pivoted since the launch of ChatGPT just uh, almost a year ago. Okay, so that's actually a good segue here because, as I noted at the top, we are going to focus on artificial intelligence this week. And I like this topic because I think as we look back on 2023, uh, AI has clearly been one of the biggest stories in the financial markets, right, especially earlier this year. I think you could say it was almost a mania. I mean, we saw the chip makers run extremely hard. Obviously, all of this helped boost the largest tech companies. I honestly think AI uh, drove a lot of the optimism in the markets overall, despite some pretty good reasons to maybe be a bit more pessimistic or downtrodden coming into the year. But let's start bigger picture, and then we can get into uh, the ETF world and perhaps look ahead as well. Just offer some context on what we've seen this year around AI in the current state of play. You mentioned chat, GBT. What, what has stood out to you? Right. You know, it's, it's a, I guess it would make sense to kind of pause and reflect on where, where things have come from. Um, you know, we, COVID really accelerated a lot of digitalization um, across enterprise, individuals, consumers. There was a massive, actually, you know, people moved into homes and bought lots of peripherals and new phones and laptops. And there was kind of this, like, wave that it actually, we had, you know, not many people remember, there was, we led to a chip shortage. There was a lot of supply chain issues. Um, going into 2022, we saw chip makers, including NVIDIA, uh, having a terrible year. Around this time last year, I think NVIDIA was down maybe 50% or so. I think they ended up the year around minus 40%. So 
uh, keep in mind that a lot of the growth this year has been, you know, a bit of a rebound effect from that. Um, and, and so, yes, there's a lot of interest in AI. We're seeing every organization, Fortune 500, looking to deploy artificial intelligence. Governments have mandated it as their top priority. We're having security summits around the globe. Uh, the U.K. recently held one. We have executive orders. And there's a lot of attention here for good reason because we're actually seeing impact and increasingly we're going to see the, the digital and physical world blend and there needs to be lots of guardrails, safety, security, you know, uptime, all of these components that, that come together. You, if you just have AI by itself sitting in an isolated ecosystem, that's great. It can be used as a knowledge base. But when you get to that deployment level and you have to, you know, get regulators involved and explain how processes are being run for bias elimination and safety, there's a lot of components to come into play that, um, you know, just kind of comprises this larger ecosystem that, that really, you know, we're seeing, as you mentioned this year, um, you know, this gold rush into uh, training, you know, GPUs. So we've seen a lot of the semi-players win from that. We've seen cloud seeing an acceleration uh, that are involved in that networking architecture. Um, the next layer looks a little different than that. With uh, chat GBT, that's only been out for about a year, right? Yes. Uh, it came out, I mean, the, the original kind of chat, you know, chat GBT, on using GPT-3 for the public, publicly available was November 30th, 2022. And so within that time, I think there's now hundreds of millions of users. I'm not sure the exact number. There's been lots of copycats, and I don't mean copycats as an identical or, or skins. Like there are other players that are working on, um, you know, building out their own LLMs, whether it's from Meta or, you know, there's lots of private companies that have gotten backing from Google and, and Amazon and, 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 and others. And so, it, it, there's definitely a lot of attention into this this training and and um, large language model phase right now to get a great model to get use cases built out and and actually start getting you know money flowing in for these use cases uh, for because it, it's it's very expensive to train and, and and operate. It's funny you mentioned copycats. I'm definitely not close enough uh, to to this stuff, though I think I know enough to be dangerous. And I'm obviously familiar with ChatGPT, but I keep seeing this Grok pop up. I think primarily because I'm out on uh, Twitter or X, where Elon Musk resides. He's behind that, right? Yeah. So so Elon's obviously had ambitions in artificial intelligence and in, in you know many different leading pioneering areas of the world for for many years. In fact, was involved in the founding of OpenAI. Um, so and he, and he left several years ago before it switched to the the hybrid for profit nonprofit model that it is now. Yeah. So Grok, let's call it an MVP. Um, he was just getting something out there, and obviously I'm also on Twitter. So you know you're gonna he's got that his own Elon echo chamber where he's able to boost that. Um, you know, it's, it's a chatbot. It's not doing anything multimodal yet, which is where things really start to get inter interesting, where it can, you know, interact and understand context in real time using computer vision. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, maybe he'll have something there, but right now it's not necessarily a contender for a game changer by any means. So, Zeno, from an ETF perspective, and we're not going to drill down into uh, too much detail th this week on this, but for investors who might be considering AI, how do you think they should approach investing in this space? Are there certain products you would highlight? Any particular considerations? I, I just feel like AI is such a uh, broad concept, right? It cuts across so many different parts of the economy. It can impact individual companies in so many different ways. How do you think ETF investors should be approaching investing in AI? 
Right. So I think this year you've obviously were a winner if you were all in on NVIDIA, so up to this point. Um, that's that's clear. Uh, I would say going forward, obviously we've seen that valuation uplift and it's sitting at a premium. Uh, so so there's there's obviously some there's a couple camps of or theories if you will you've got some that are looking at kind of the big tech players to maybe winners take all um, you have the other camps where you've got the ecosystem and cloud and big data players and components and cybersecurity that can come in and provide value and actually are necessary for for proper deployment and utilization which is you know in our thesis the next layer of AI. Um, and so kind of if you, if you bundle it, we've got, you know, we look at it as subsectors. So we have infrastructure and applications. Um, and so we see, we see those companies, you know, we've seen semiconductors start to pick up. Obviously, that's super important. We have government regulation around not just the semi-players themselves like NVIDIA, but even the semi-equipment manufacturers. I mean, this is a mission-critical component of society now, whether, whether being used for AI or not. There's other use cases, of course. Um, so I would, I would say to investors that are looking at, artificial intelligence is, you know, A, you know, kind of looking at Magnificent Seven. I think they've had a lot of attention and, you know, whether it's just percentage of weighting in the S&P and the Qs or, or what have you, you know, they, they're facing their own set of potential issues, right? They, we could see a wave of deplatformization. I mean, that's a real possibility right now. What I mean by that is, you know, Alphabet, for example, has been um, you know, probably, you know, Google, let's, let's say Google has been, you know, we've been in the Google era since 1999. We have 50% internet penetration in the U.S. by 2001. And really a lot of people have accessed and, and interacted with information using Google and other services like that. They've paid money to be the player in the face of the internet. And now people have more options, or they're going to continue to have more options, more personalization. And so a lot of these tech platforms and operating systems we've, we've kind of lived with could change. Now, now that's a risk factor. Like opportunity-wise, um, you know, we see we see opportunities in business process automation, and those these are companies that are helping either directly operate as a product or service using AI, or they're they're major contributors for existing organizations, Fortune 500, um, government organizations to to use AI and deploy it. You know, you can have consulting. Uh, you have e-commerce players, cloud providers. There's there's a bunch of bunch of um, supporting stack that goes into this. You know, if you call, consider it an AI iceberg, if you will. But when you look specifically at the ETF space, so you mentioned the semiconductors. Obviously, there's ways to play that directly in ETFs. The Magnificent <laughs> Seven and and some of the larger quote unquote Fang stocks. There's ways to play that. But if if you drill down and look at what I'm going to classify as thematic ETFs, obviously, I know Robo Global. Um, has some options here. Uh, there, there's a more broad ETF in, in Robo itself, robotics and AI. Um, mm-hmm. Global X has a product, Bots, which is again robotics and artificial intelligence. Um, but but then again, Robo also has THNQ, which is more specific to artificial intelligence. There's ETFs like Chat from Roundhill, which really focuses on generative AI. Any tips to investors as they parse through? That, that category if they want to play AI? Yeah, I would I would say look at your existing allocation um, and see where you have allocation already. See what the weightings are. Um, see what areas that they're leaning into. Are they leaning into like a specific trend or are they looking at kind of the broader AI picture, um, you know, including autonomous vehicles and computer vision and, you know, the overlap in the robotics. I think, I think those are some consi- considerations that make sense there. Um, 
you know, we, you know, looking at, you know, revenue purity of the companies that are, that are part of it, where the companies are investing, the market leadership within, you know, some of these companies are, are in smaller arenas than, for example, in NVIDIA, but obviously a relative gain there is, is worth just as much. And, and the rest of the ecosystem really is trading at a much, you know, a, a discount compared to, you know, an NVIDIA or, or Microsoft, if you will. Yeah, I think the other thing I would point out here, too, is that robotics and artificial intelligence aren't necessarily the same thing. That doesn't mean there's not some crossover there, um, but th- those are two different categories that can react differently to uh, to, to the various drivers out there. Um, Zeno, as we look ahead, we, we have a few minutes left here. Talk about the outlook moving forward. So we already noted the hype earlier this year, but I, I think it's clear AI is here to stay. It's not going anywhere and so as you look ahead to 2024, what are a few key drivers you're watching for? Or what does the next stage of AI look like? Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be watching, you know, investments and moves by big players, you know, Microsoft's OpenAI to see how that starts to impact the rest of the ecosystem. We'll be following um, the uptick in, in large orders and utilization by enterprises and corporations, whether it's in financial services, manufacturing, healthcare. Uh, you know, the U.S. government's already been looking at deploying money into using AI for many years now. We expect that to trickle up. I mean, ultimately, I mean, as you pointed out, robotics and AI are very different. They have different cyclicalities. One's got, you know, a lot of exposure to, you know, consumer manufacturing in China. The other is a little bit more global right now, and, and that's AI. And and we'll we'll be looking for, you know, Microsoft, for example, expects to get $10 billion ARR from Copilot. So just watching how people, you know, society adapts to using AI. I mean, I think you are, you're going to have kids that, that are growing up with AI in their pocket. And, and I think that's incredible. And, and that's just how they're going to get used to the world. That, I mean, that is their world. And, and so it's, it's important to look at, you know, where do we head next? Uh, we've, we've been holding on the phones for a long time. I think we're going to be looking more into augmented reality and, and hearing and integrated um, artificial intelligence that's a little bit more seamless in the way we've been using technology. Obviously interested in, um, you know, not just reducing administrative costs in healthcare, but also, um, you know, personalizing and adding elements of, of, of better healthcare and diagnostics in precision medicine. So that's, you know, drug discovery to personalized insights. Effectively, everyone should kind of always have their own ongoing clinical trial ongoing. It doesn't need to be, um, you know, this massive, like, ordeal. And I, I think there's a lot of benefits to society that we're going to start to see. So there's kind of like the investment standpoint. And then there's also the, the other side where it's, you know, this is just going to become a bigger part of GDP in society, whether GDP goes up or whether GDP goes down globally. I think that's an important thing to realize is that it's, it's coming in every facet of, of industry. Well, Zeno, really enjoyed the conversation this week. Great having you on the uh, podcast. I thought that was a very nice overview of AI and AI-related ETFs. I am 100% sure we will be doing this again in the future because, as I said, AI is not going anywhere. Uh, Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me on. That was Zeno Mercer, Senior Research Analyst at Vetify.